Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special episode of Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong. It's an after dark. We know y'all love when we do these, and we have two of the best in the biz joining me for this episode that I was so excited to tape. I actually showed up here yesterday, too. <laughs> I showed up yesterday morning in the studio thinking that I was going to get to join Doreen Ariano and Steph Sabra, two-thirds of the world, girls. Doreen is an amazing composer, DJ. Steph is now at the, like, the third. Of that. She's, she's matriculating in improv as just about as fast as a human being possibly can. And so I wanted to talk to them. And so I woke up yesterday, and I went through my whole routine. Because in my defense, we usually tape on Tuesdays. As we're taping this on a Wednesday... So I woke up on Tuesday morning, went through, through the whole thing, did my early morning workout, took the dog out. She does not want to go out in the morning anymore. It's oh, like I, I feel it's, her. It's like picking up just like a, a rag doll, and then I just kind of set her down. She's like, "Oh, really? We're doing this now?" And so I get her out. I drive over to the studio. Hour with traffic. I'm. I text Brian, the producer, and I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm here in the lobby whenever." And he's like, "Uh, why?" <laughs> And I'm That's like, so sad. Oh, because we're doing two shows. Then I started thinking about it. I'm like, God damn it. We switched it to Wednesday. And you know what? I, now that um, uh, I know we got some wedding talk, uh, but I remember at the wedding. We did said, promise wedding this talk. This weekend, yeah. you said, um, see you Tuesday. And you kept saying that. And every time it didn't it didn't actually register with me. And I'm like, oh, sure, sure. I'll see you Tuesday. But that was not correct. I should have warned you. Well, I was worried about Steph because I texted Steph yeah. Monday night. Because yeah. we, we live very close to one another. So I was like, hey, do you want to ride? I'm going in. And like just a heads up traffic from our area is like terrible coming into Beverly Hills. And so and so it's like, no, I got I got a thing. Otherwise, I'd love to. And I'm like, oh, I got a new car. Are you sure? And she's like, I don't <laughs> want to go with you. And but but in my head, I had said Tuesday. But then I look back at the text I sent you and I never specified the day. And so Steph's like, OK, Mark's just a very prepared individual. That's what I thought. I was like, this is very type A of Mark. I haven't seen this behavior yet. <laughs> no, because it doesn't exist inside of me. Right. Unless I got the day wrong. Also, Molly just lives such a good life. Like, I really yeah, feel geez. like we would be good roommates because you could just like wake me up you and her sleep on about the same schedule where I'm basically jealous of you and Molly and your napping ability I'm just always asleep but you can fall asleep quick quickly within minutes especially if exhausted or after a horror movie yes (laughs) after hanging out with Darina I usually sleep very well and if you actually uh, follow and uh, subscribe to World Girls on YouTube you'll know that Steph can even fall asleep at theme parks sometimes. Correct. She does faint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the only time you fainted, though, right? I'm not making light of, like, in condition you have. No, it's definitely... No, we've never talked about this yet, but uh, for Darina's 
kind of birth? No, wait, what was it for? Darina took us to a concert. Oh, my birthday. Oh, thing. yeah, Bull and Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and I all of a sudden <laughs> grabbed Darina during the concert and uh-huh. I said, Can I hold on to you? Because I started to feel like what I felt like at Six Flags when oh, I fainted. Wow. And she's like, Yeah, you good? But like Darina's really good at not like crowding you, like, mm-hmm. can I check your vitals? Like whatever. But she's also super chill. So she wasn't actually holding me with force. Um, uh, and I fainted and I fell on the ground. And then I oh, got boy. back to and I was sober, mind you, on like Six Flags experience. <laughs> or, or we had like a drink. And the security guard was like, what's your name? The worst. The worst. Like, what's no. your name? Shining the yeah. light on me after yeah. I came to. And I was like, Steph. And he's like, what year is it? And I didn't remember what year it was. Because really? who does? Because who does? Exactly. It's, it's also you, like D. February or something. You know, like it's, it's barely 2023 or 2022. But it, yeah. it, 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 it is funny because like I knew, I knew it. I was like, oh, she may not be feeling right. So I was like, I actually did like hold her hand and I felt her fall. And then luckily I was able to like have her not, you know, her head hit the ground and there was people around. So, um, but the the good thing is me and like Roxy and other people that were there, it's like, oh, she does this. Like we were just telling people, this is what she does. (laughs) It's fine. But this guy was so weird. He was like being on full cop. Full cop. Yeah. Like not even, are you okay? Just like, who are you? (laughs) You know, I was like, you need to calm down. That's like overbearing dad mode. Right. So Roxy was kind of like your mom. And then Darina's kind of like the cool aunt who's like, look, I'll help you out, kid. Uh, I'm not going to like grab you. Like, yeah, if, if but you're she falling, was like super. Darina's like the suavest woman in the game. Like, she like very smooth grabbed my head, you know, like I could have mm-hmm. cracked it. And she's just like <laughs> grabs it. And like, that's why I think I have like a romance going, like a paranormal romance with Darina because oh, she's wow. done this twice now. Well, it's twice now that you've actually fainted and, and opened your eyes. I came to. And then you've seen me with like an. Like a halo yeah. around her. I'm telling you. That's why okay. I call her Dark Lord. I'm also doing the math now where if you never had fainting spells before you met Darina, then all of a sudden you meet Darina and you start fainting. Right. Maybe she's kind of doing this to you. Right. I'm exhausting she's, you. Right. She's wielding her power over you. Fall into my arms, baby. <laughs> Not that beloved I want to be your ego. Yeah. do that. There's a lot of stuff speaking of the living planet. We did cover Guardians Volume 2 on this very show last week. I think we've all probably seen Volume 3 by the time this comes out. And uh, there's a lot to get to because we do want to talk about some of the movies and TV shows we're currently watching, like what everybody should be checking out out there. It is also Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month in May. So all May long in the United States and here at Rotten Tomatoes, we are going to be celebrating and observing it. And right before we went to air, we were talking about Michelle Yeoh, who was just coming off an Oscar win for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And how far back her film lineage goes and just what a badass she is if people don't know if they were introduced to her somehow from everything everywhere. It's like you go back and you watch the stuff she was doing in the 90s. She was beating the crap out of the boys for real, doing all her own stunts, kind of like Jackie Chan and stuff like the Super Cop movies. Yeah, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She's like... Float. She's like a Jedi Kung Fu master. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like so cool. And she's been doing that for decades. For decades. I, I mean, forget how cool she is. Yeah, I mean, she's uh, it, it's I'm so glad that she's getting uh, actually people are aware of her now yeah. that weren't uh, because she's obviously been a huge, uh, you know, uh, in actually in Asia. She's always been big. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was so cool to see her reunite with Tony Leung and Chang Shi. 
uh, even though they did that uh, butterfly and sword movie like in the nineties, right? Like in and every every movie right, she's in, right, right. she's incredible. Like she's she's a total badass, just like a Jackie Chan or or any of those guys. It's she's amazing. Yeah, it's it's fun to go back and watch those movies in this era of you know it, the special effects in modern movies look fantastic. All the CGI, it's like next level. You can't believe that it's not real. But just going back and watching some good old fashioned practical fights, whew, it's really really. St- Don't you miss those? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. But but that's why everybody loses their minds, including the, the comic book stuff when stuff like, remember when Daredevil came out mm-hmm. and there was like that hallway scene oh. or Daredevil season two, the stairwell scene. There was like one shot in every Daredevil mm. season where it's like, I can't, there's a movie called Atomic Blonde. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Theron, and she gets in a fight in a kitchen for 15 solid minutes. Yeah. And it's just every, there's like frying pans or not anything you've ever used in a kitchen is used in a fight in that scene. And if I was going practical fight scenes, that one's way at the top Fantastic. of the list. Fantastic. Great. Also with an 80s soundtrack. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole thing takes place uh, like the fall of the Berlin Wall kind of era. Correct. So, yeah. yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Really, really good. See, lots of cool, badass uh, women fighting out yeah, there. Yeah, Charlize. Whew. There we go. Okay. Just as so, hot as Michelle. we have a lot to talk about on the show. Like I said, some movies that we're watching, all that stuff. Um, favorite wedding movies of all time. And there's a reason why we bring this up. Do we have a favorite wedding movie? I think Wedding Crashers. You oh, that good, one? good opener. That one's fun. I think fun. so. That one's fun. Um, I, as a kid, my mom loved watching family or romantic comedies. And so we watched Father of the Bride a lot. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. And I also am a huge Steve Martin fan. I think Steph is too, obviously, Mark. Like, we, you know, who can't, who doesn't love Steve Martin? I don't know. And Martin Sh- Martin Short's character is ridiculous. Frank, like, Amazing. It's such a fantastic. Gem of humans they are. And really. that character just wouldn't be done, no. I don't think, in this year. Nope. And it's so good. The cack. No, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the only way you get away with doing that character in the modern era is if you bring him back on SNL, which Steve Martin and Martin Short hosted, and Selena Gomez showed up because the only uh, murders in the yeah. building for some of the sketches. But they did a take on Father of the Bride, and I think they had the actual... Can't remember the name, Allison, some or other, who plays his daughter in the yeah. Father of the Bride movies. She was actually showed up in the sketch, I believe. And basically, the premise was she keeps getting married, and now Steve Martin's character is like out of money because oh, he's paid for like God. twenty weddings. That's so funny. Like Father of the Bride, but then Martin Short comes in as Frank again, and it was just it. <laughs> oh, the I didn't see mind. that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It was good stuff. I just wonder if, like, if when you're growing up, do you have like a wedding movie that you point to and you say, like, that's what I want my wedding to be like? Like it, the you know sort of the perceived notion out there is that the ladies grow up dreaming of that dream wedding. Is that what y'all have? I mean, you're talking uh, to the wrong lady. Maybe aiming towards. Yeah, I mean, maybe the Adams family. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, is, if that would be your wedding thing, for that'd sure. Be- yes. Darina's actually really romantic. She's just not yeah. into traditional things just because they're traditional. Sure. Yeah. It's, I mean, that in some specifically is basically uh, uh, an answer to the suburban traditional, like, you know, I, I want to, I'm a little princess and I want to grow up mm-hmm. to like get married. And, and I in mean, my innocent and, white dress. Correct. And Morticia, <laughs> and, which who does that, right? So You could walk down the aisle to da na 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 you could, but Morticia and freaking Morticia and Gomez are the most, the healthiest, most romantic couple I've ever seen oh, in fiction. Consensual BDSM, BDSM, always romantic <laughs> towards each other. Great parents. Just Thing saying. gets involved in the bedroom. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a, that's actually, that's a salient point. Yeah. All right. So I, I never was like, I never had like a Pinterest board for a wedding. I was never <laughs> like daydreaming of what my wedding would look like. 
But I think I thought like there was a scene in Crazy Rich Asians, like I think the whole and like that wedding scene where it finally accumulated to that. Yeah. And she comes at Constance Wu character is like almost beaten down, but then she's like bok bok bitch and like she fights back and she comes like so beautifully in the look that they give each other. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. That's amore. I'm into that. (laughs) I would be down to get married, I guess. (laughs) My favorite wedding scenes in movies are the ones where the wedding doesn't actually happen. Where it's like it, it, somebody shows up and it's like, oh, you just missed it. Oh, God. It's like, oh, no, they're married. It's like, nope, he never showed up or she never <laughs> showed up. It, it, you, you got 20 minutes. Get to the airport. You can still catch him. Because I can't think of like a wedding that like was a wedding scene other than maybe like Spaceballs has a pretty funny wedding scene. It's like a point. Yeah. Um, Wayne's World 2, pretty great wedding scene at the end of that one. But yeah. nothing that I'm really like, you know, I love going to real weddings, though. Because real weddings, it's it's a great excuse for a bunch of friends to get together, but you also know there's going to be debauchery, mm-hmm. and that's what Darina and I got to experience. Spill the tea! Last week. Our friends Mark and Julie tied the knot, beautiful Cambria, California, just a picturesque ceremony in the midst of a suddenly very busy wedding season for me. I think I have like six weddings this year. Well, oh, everything gosh. that couldn't happen during a 2020 lockdown and pandemic is sure. happening now. Including Mark and Julie, who are going to tie the knot, I think in April, like the first weekend in April of, of 2020. 2020. And right. then the thing happened. And then Swerve. I remember the, the initial email was like, uh, hey, we, we're going to try to pivot to July or like maybe October. And it's like, it just nothing works out. So they finally get married. They were like the James Bond movie that kept getting pushed. They just kept, they're like, no, you got to see it in theater. We're not <laughs> yeah, going to yeah. release it on a streaming network. You got to see the wedding and Dorina I would honestly say that it was worth the wait I thought it was great and uh, as somebody who's not a huge fan of weddings uh, I thought it was beautiful they the happy couple looked very happy uh, the vows were very funny and uh, mm-hmm. he 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 did a reboot joke about their relationship which I thought was great uh, the the <laughs> she they, walked down the aisle to to, uh, to Leia's to theme. Prince's Leia's theme yeah. they, they had a, a quartet of string players playing Prince's Bride and um, Jurassic Park, you know, all of the because Mark and Julie are huge movie fans and, and Mark is a huge film score fan like me. And then obviously... That's uh, really cute. It was really cool. They had the dogs walk the aisle. Uh, and then um, during the actual reception, uh, Mark Ellis obviously had to speak and it, you were amazing as always. I, were my, you the weddinger? My, I was the- <laughs> <laughs> were you the I do... Guy. I was not the. I'm, I'm going to let you get to the right term. I'm going to let Are you, you feel a it out. Partitioner. <laughs> I think well, the I word think you're looking for separates people. Were you the wedding singer? I was not. I was more the wedding singer than I was the officiant of the wedding. There it is. I'm officiating a couple weddings coming up later this year, uh, including one that is near and dear to the Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong Heart. Hi, Brian. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, this one that it, it it was a cool thing and it was a weird thing they did because first of all the reception. It was no fault of their own. As soon as the sun went down in Cambria, it dropped 30 degrees Dang. and it was so cold. The stroke of genius that I didn't know I had was <laughs> this, What it, it took place on like these nice kind of, it was like this like opening clearing in a wooded area. And then there was this huge ranch that they converted into a string of like motels that was that w- where everybody was staying. Right. So my room was right next to the reception. Same. So as soon as you walk off the grounds, Dorina's was too. So as soon as you walk off the grounds, you can get into our hotel room. So we had people going in and out of our hotel room during the reception just to go get warm and then to come back. And oh, during the reception? During the reception. Yeah, because yeah. you could just walk into your room, change your shoes, put a coat on. Everybody was Chris- walking around with blankets. Christian Harlow put in a coat that looked like uh, made him look like he was in the thing. <laughs> 
That's nice to have a home base during the party. Yeah. 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 And then, and so then I, and they had the two dads were scheduled to give a speech. Oh, that's one, right. One ended up doing it. The other one ended up going back to his room and, and just falling asleep. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Mark's dad is like, all right, I saw y'all get married. It's great. I said hi to everybody. I'm going to go take a nap. And he was just like, yeah. So his speech You got bore scratched. me, son. <laughs> <laughs> so we did the, 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 the bridesmaid, the, the, the groom, uh, the, the best man. And then they had me come up and give, and give a thing. So, um, that was a lot of fun. And then the after after reception is really where the money's made. Correct. Because it was all in my hotel room. It was 30 people coming in and out of my hotel oh room my goodness. until four in the morning. Well, and I felt a little bad for Mark because um, he basically came up to me and he said, okay, so this is my hotel room. Tell, you know, Brennan, tell Nathan. And <laughs> I think he told like five people. Right, At but most, but because the door sure? was open and everybody was staying in all the di- <laughs> the rooms there, people said, "Oh, there's people here. There's still a party happening." So eventually, you ended up with thirty people, which I don't and- mind. And in their defense, I did prepare by going to the Shell station two miles down the road and getting, I'd say, about a hundred five uh, hour energies. Beers. Oh. And I have a couple five-hour energies for myself. Yeah. I know my friend Mark. Yeah, I do love my five-hour energies at weddings. Very necessary. Yeah. Well, I have to say, though, when he became a hero to me personally is uh, <laughs> later and in, in the night, um, I knew I could count on Mark because I said, I'm hungry. And mm. he had already eaten about 17 chicken McNuggets. So he uh-huh. gave me the rest. I got the 20-pack that, uh, that morning. Yeah, so Did he also say, I'm not your father, but I am your daddy? <laughs> yeah. I fully yondu on her. Yeah. He's my chicken nugget daddy. Yeah, so and Darina, I'll forever be grateful. Darina cashed the rest of my McNuggets and my fries, and uh, everybody else drank the rest of my beers. But it was a great time. Congrats to Mark and Julie. And what's uh, the st- where's the stories, guys? Like, what else happened? All right. So <laughs> there was one particular bridesmaid who was like, everybody wants to know who the drunkest one is. Yeah. And it was definitely this bridesmaid. Yes. Uh, possibly both <laughs> nights. And she was also one of the ones that gave a toast. And that was awesome. While so she was good. drunk. It was. Oh, yes. Wasted. Epic. It, was it was the classic movie. I'm trying to say something, but I'm too drunk to get there. Can which I? Is, can I just please. do the impression of like how she finished her her speech? Yes, please. May the force be with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you salute her? Oh yes. Okay. It was I great. said and you. Yeah, <laughs> and you as well. Yes. I went to Catholic church. I just like I gave a speech for my sister's wedding and I, you'd think us as our jobs, I would be comfortable with that. I would I was, say you knocked it out of the stadium. Okay, I think I did, but I was dead sober because I was like, there's not a chance in hell I'm going to deliver this the way I need to if I'm drunk. So, this is why, and she's and she's doing well in improv for this very reason. The, the number one piece of advice I give to any young stand-up comic, I say two things. Move the mic stand and don't drink before you go on stage. Yeah, it just... It doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this girl was just like, I'm, I did the thing. Hell I'm, yeah. I'm done. I <laughs> like, like you're the sister. Yeah. You're, you have to be sober. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so no, some, some people think it's just, it's going to make you looser and like funnier. Yeah, and no. I now drink a fair amount before I give a wedding toast because I just, I know how to do it. But still, like doing stand up, like, no, I'm not. You and Roxy probably have given the most wedding toasts of anybody I know. So. Roxy's <laughs> probably a prime candidate. Yeah. 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 Like, so she could be sloshed and probably kill it. Well, I tell my friends, I'm like, look, if you're getting married, I'm not trying to butt into giving a speech, but 
it, it, sometimes you do want to end the speeches on a high note. And yeah. you get people like the mic's too far away. I'll tell you, he gave a great toast that night was uh, was Julie's dad. Yes. Short and sweet. He basically got up there, he made a couple jokes, and then he's like, congratulations. Then he's like, I know it's cold and we got a crap ton of speeches to get through. So I'm just going to drop the mic here and just, I'm the clubhouse leader, set yes. the bar, somebody beat it. He was great. And it was also very Love cute that. to see him, uh, the father-daughter dance and the... What was the song? Um, it was an Elvis song. I'm trying to remember exactly which one it was. I it was not been, as well I might have been warming in my hotel room. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that right. Yeah, because you came back. Um, <laughs> I was warming a lot. Um, and, and, and my toesies get you were cold. Doing, but you were doing your, like, Mark. breathing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Where you you were doing your breathing before you go on stage? No. Where you were, like, you were doing that. You, <laughs> What's my breathing? You, yeah, no, you, you, you breathe deeply as you're, like, recollecting your thoughts. Because I, I was, like, next to you, and you were doing your whole, like... <sighs> Like oh, no, exhaling and stuff. That like was that. a sigh, like, oh, I gotta go. He just farted. No, but you did I it a just few times. relieved myself. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that that's fair. Um, it's maybe giving me a little too much credit to say I was heavy sighing and recollecting my thoughts because <laughs> that's when I'm writing the speech. Is when there you <laughs> yeah. is, is when whoever's up before me, I'm like, I guess I gotta cobble something together. Yeah. So. Another fun moment uh was just uh, at some point as the as the night went on and people started to have more wine and beer. Um, the DJ McNuggets. was actually playing um, good music at some point. Like mm-hmm. he, like he actually took requests. So he played uh, Daft Punk and a bunch of stuff I love. And then eventually he played the major hits like ACDC, Journey, and, Journey, and yeah. we were all dancing and screaming on the dance floor. Good. That oh, was that's very, fun. very fun. Yeah. That's fun. There was a little Van Halen. Uh, they played Van Halen for me when I was going up to get my speech, so that that always felt nice. Oh, you had like a baseball walk up. I had a baseball walk up. That's awesome. Yeah. I've always wanted got, one. Yeah, no one else got the walk up. And that then, means you're a legend. I mean, it means that I got pressure on me. If they play, it's like, oh, God, I guess I got to be good now. Yeah, yeah. but, but you I'm are. a huge dancer at weddings. Yeah, Same. you got to be. What Same. else are you there for? I mean, to celebrate love. No, but you're there for the You're, you're there, there for the groove. Moves. I'd rather dance than talk. I would definitely as well. Yeah. Really, like the wedding small talk, I got to keep to a minimum. That's what was so nice about this wedding. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to do that much because we knew each you other. You know each other. Yeah. I, if, I'm, if I'm thinking of like actual weddings, the way an actual wedding happens and proceeds, in movie terms, I would say that it ends up just being a disaster as a film. And I say that because I think act one is the actual ceremony, right? And it's like, okay, you just want that to kind of set up our characters, but you don't want it to be too long. Much like a real wedding, I don't want the actual ceremony to be too long. You want it to, yeah. okay, let, let's let's do the thing, but we don't want to overstay our welcome. Then the reception is act two, and then the after party is act three, where everything just, you, you find out who really has the alliances the whole time. I saw two people almost cheat on their respective, <gasps> I think. Ooh. I think, I'm not While sure. While they were there? Yeah. While the partners were there? In my hotel room, yeah. Well, I think that, see, that's what happens though. When everybody's staying at the same place oh, and can't. there's like a central party area. It becomes a swinger thing. <laughs> every, if you're tired, you leave and it's like, oh, honey, you stay out, enjoy your night. I'm going to go pass out. And then who, they're, now they're left to their own devices for it the first time in years. Out. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, my favorite part was also another drunken bridesmaid um, yes. actually showing everybody um, just basically saying, look at my boobs. Look really? at my boobs. And I'm like, you go. I'm like, they're great. I kept telling her. Wow. They're fantastic. Yeah. No, so I she was uh, so at, at right weddings, on, you get drunk, you're looking for somebody, right? At some point in weddings, if you're single, you are looking at some point. Like, I think I've done I think I've maybe done one wedding, post wedding hookup in my in my existence, maybe. And that was barely a uh like a little bit of a makeout, nothing else. That's a good bucket list cross off. Yeah. Was it, it not fulfilling? 
I, I, no, I mean, it was just... It, Not as fulfilling as the 17 McNuggets. Yeah. That, something is truly special about a late night snack. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I went to... That's why I hit Mickey D's early in the day. Because, like, I got my lunch there. And then, as like, if I'm there, when in Rome, right. I'm going to prepare for the night. Totally. For the night's watch. Yeah. And then my, my guard relieved <laughs> really my duty. I was like, yeah, you get the rest of the McNuggets yeah. and the uh, My stomach thanks you till this yeah. day. was delicious. Yeah, you Plus, probably weren't as hungover the next day because you were prepared. Well, I also don't drink as much yeah, anymore. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But I was very hungry. And McDonald's fries never disappoint. It's, something's wrong there. Like, they really <laughs> are truly too excellent. It's not fair. It's the number one fast food fry. It, there, there, there's got to be something in the water. Sugar. Um, and Even cold. Delicious. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. These these fries, McNuggets, been in the fridge. Something for in the hours. water for sure. It's called yeah, something it's processing <laughs> chemicals. Whatever delicious chemicals. Oh that. yeah, this is the other debate we had that we need to bring up on the show. Okay. What are wi- what are boneless wings? Are they actual wings or are they just like I've heard the term adult nuggets tossed around? Because I love boneless wings. If I go to a place and I have the option for the boneless wings. Really? We have the technology to remove the bones. Why am I going to put bones in my mouth? I feel like that's not something I would have thought of you. Because I love munching on the bone. And I feel like you would too. Not a bone guy. Interesting. I don't need any more reminders that this once was a living thing. Yeah, I go back and forth. You're the closest thing we have to a vegan here. Yeah, I go back and forth. Like sometimes it feels a little too real to be gnawing on the bone. And I would rather the chicken nugget. But then, au contraire, it feels a little fake to be gnawing on, like, this smoothie chicken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> smoothie chicken. Like, I'm like, okay, what's worse? Just owning the fact that I'm eating meat and being a real woman about it? Or being like, no, I can't know it's real. Let me smoothie this. Oh, it's not a smoothie. You make it seem like you're biting into a gusher. Where kind it's just of. a bunch of juice that's in there. It's a, it's still chicken breast in there. Yeah, they Damn make it. sure to dry up the juice. They sh- they should be called gusher wings because the they're wings? not real wings. Ugh. Hey, y'all yeah. got any of your gusher wings here? Yeah. Man, it's like, come on, like really good rotisserie chicken and you don't like gnawing off the bone? That's like my favorite thing I don't love rotisserie do. chicken. I like like chicken wings with buffalo sauce mm, on me it. Me too. Or, but also just gnawing off the bone. Is like yeah, but you're weird. Do you want a bone to gnaw on for yes. the rest of the show? Yes. You're, can I Can I, Can I? I also be your second Molly? Because, you know, Steph can be your Molly when it comes to sleeping, but I can mm-hmm. be your Molly when I give you side eye. There's a, there's a Molly for all seasons and yeah. you do have uh, napping ability and side eye. Together, we are the best dog <laughs> companion <laughs> ever. When they team up. <laughs> VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, let's get into some actual entertainment news, I guess, or stuff that we have been checking out recently. Um, I just caught up on Barry, and because I, I kind of dropped off in season three. And then Same. I did a quick binge just to see what I was getting into. Season four, I'm two episodes in so far. I think it's fantastic. Are we fans of Barry like me? I'm definitely a fan of Barry. I just haven't watched season three or four. Okay. So I don't, but the Same. first two are excellent. Yeah. I love really Bill Hader. Show. It's hard yeah. not to like it. But I know there was a lot of criticism about season three. 
like it, they took it too far or something. It, 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 but it's it, supposed to be I know, I'm like, dark <laughs> and like, what do you mean too far? Well, I think I think people are like, this, what, didn't this show start out as a comedy? And I'm like, I think it's kind of cool when a show can take an audience and morph into something else and keep most people on board with it. But I'll tell you, season four, it definitely has moments where it's like, this was never a comedy, but there's other things that just made me fall down laughing. It's got everything. Okay, I want to watch it. Through two episodes, that would be the one that I would kind of recommend, but I also say Beef on Netflix I, yeah. is so, so, so engaging and so good. It's okay, excellent. I need to watch that. Okay. It really that. is excellent. Have you finished it? No. Okay. Have you? Um, we're, I'm like four episodes in. Yeah, me too. Okay. All right. So we'll- We'll keep in contact. Keep tabs. It's so good. And also, if you like Asian people, this is your chance. <laughs> like, keep it there up go, at the yeah. top 10. <laughs> Steven Yeun, my, my, my pal, Ali Wong, is in it. Ali and, Wong um, is so good. Like, she's, she's so, so versatile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's excellent. Do you know what it's about? No. It's this road rage I just, I just heard everybody loves it. It's, it's, so it's a, the, the, um, the, begin, the first- episode is just these two folks these two cars really because you don't really know who you're getting in a road rage incident with they just have this like kind of you know and they're yelling at each other and it just escalates and like just kind of keeps escalating and then afterwards they get a license plate and then they just kind of get into each other's lives in ways that they expect and ways that they don't expect and you just you're on the edge of your seat watching it. The it's whole time. character. Is yeah. it driven? Is it like drama comedy or what? I would say it's actually a dark comedy. It's definitely a dark comedy, and I would say leaning more on just like dark, not that comedic right. in a lot of scenes. Whereas Barry started out as like a show that was definitely a comedy yeah. that was very that had very dark moments. Right. But it's like, hey, we love Bill Hader from SNL. We love Stephen Root, all these people. Mm-hmm. Um, this one. Stephen Young and Ali Wong set it up where it's like, you know, Stephen has a very dramatic kind of horror background with like stuff like The Walking Dead. Ali, obviously a fantastic stand-up. And she's also done romantic comedies and stuff like that. So it's a perfect melding of everything. But it's just two people really at the end of their rope. And then when you find somebody else that you're at odds with at the end of their rope, right. what's going to happen? Okay. Oh, it's good. You've sold me. Yeah. Happy a, a- Month. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there you go. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> um, so you, Darina, what what's the latest on your radar? Is it a movie that you saw recently? Is it's it a show? A couple of things. Number one, Yellow Jackets is back. Yes, Yellow Jackets season two is back, and it's very good. Um, I'm the, all in on Yellow Jackets. You're caught up. Um, I love the Yellow Jackets. I am caught up as it's of fantastic. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so I'm still trying to get Steph to finish it, but it's a little too horror for her. Yeah, so she's scared of it. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's based ho- on a previous conversation of do you like uh, chicken wings bone in or bone out maybe Yellow Jackets <laughs> isn't the best show to right. eat wings it's with. FX right no it's uh, Showtime oh Showtime mm. yeah but okay. it's just I mean it's it's it, kind of like how Hannibal in NBC was so surprising and amazing to me and I felt like that show was made mm. for me because it was like a horror drama mm-hmm. um, this is it but this also has a 90 soundtrack and actual 90s actresses like you know Christina Ricci and Juliette Lewis and it's just it's so well made and um, I'm just, I, I'm really enjoying the second season as well. Uh, movie, and now Elijah Wood in it? Exactly. They, yeah. They're adding some good. Yep. Uh, oh, Lauren, that's awesome. Lauren Ambrose from Six Feet Under. They're, they're adding like a, uh, some good cast members as well. Um, and then movies wise, uh, probably half or more of uh, listeners will hate this, but I love the new Ari Aster movie, but was afraid. And oh, yeah. Everybody's very mad at it. And I'm very happy with it. Is it more polarizing than something like Midsommar? I, that one's very polarizing as well. Yeah. But this one, I think, is even more because he went all out like three hours of watching something that's very uncomfortable oh, and God. surreal. 
Is so, it three hours? Oh, yeah. Literally three hours. I'll okay. sit that one out. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the aisle. I'm watching Dave on FX. I'm living in <laughs> cringe comedy go. land. Yeah. That's my favorite genre where like that other side of discomfort yeah. where I'm like, why are you doing that? But I love it. I'm going to laugh at it. Yeah. And uh, another great comic friend of the show, Andrew Santino. He's is, great. Is in that, and uh, he shows up in uh, in Beef, too. And Christine oh. Co. if we want to talk about AAPI, too. She's um, Molly, I think her character's name is. She's awesome. Okay. Cool. We got Molly on the brain. Yeah. For many yeah, it might reasons. be that. <laughs> um, there was some news that, uh, that that broke recently. First of all, I'm very excited about the announcement of the uh, the slate of Star Wars films that are coming out that came out of Star Wars Celebration. Like, I love seeing Star Wars movies in the theater. That's still my favorite way to watch Star Wars. You're so happy when I see you at the premieres. Oh, I love it. It's so much fun. I like seeing the big letters that tell me what just happened on the big screen. Um, yeah. Going way back in the past, you have James Mangold is doing a movie. Um, uh, Sharp, Shermino Bade Chinoy is doing, is doing one that takes place after Rise of Skywalker. And then you have Dave Filoni handling the mm-hmm. one that is going to be kind of wrapping up all the events of the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Any of those movies get y'all excited? Like going way back to the beginning of the Force, the, yeah. the Jedi, the Sith kind of thing? I'm going to let Steph I know take Dee's this excited one. about all of them, so I'll let her talk in a second. <laughs> Can't wait to see the premiere. Yeah, yeah she's going to be smiling. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really excited about the James Mangold film. I, I'm a little, that's the one that I think lies a little bit in how well Indiana Jones is received. And if they right. continue with that, because we know Star Wars has been notorious in the past five years of... For, hey, we're doing this! No, not maybe we're not yeah and it, and so I think but I think what I've been hearing about the movie is that it's awesome so I feel like this will happen and then I'm excited about it because if you just know about the history of the Jedi like the beginning of it I feel like that's so there's so much gold to explore there right, and it's just right. more lightsabers which I think is awesome it's gonna be great maybe we get to see actual adult Yoda as a baby Darina wouldn't you love that <sighs> here's the thing y'all know <laughs> I'm an annoying Star Wars purist. I only like the original trilogy. However... She likes Rogue One. Yes, Rogue One is great. However, um, I was so happy that Steph kept yelling at me to watch Andor because Andor is probably the Mm. best thing I've seen in Star Wars since the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so that gives me hope that maybe one of these movies I'll actually like, you know, having not really liked the prequels or the sequels. Uh, And James Mangold uh, made probably my favorite superhero movie, Logan. So, so, so I'm actually good. excited to see what he does. Totally. Yeah. There you go. You uh, like the like the end of Rogue One. Hope. We got hope for Durano. Yes. Exactly. Star Wars Universe. Apparently, according to uh, another friend of the show, Ken Knapsack, who was at Star Wars Celebration, right. he said that at the all when they were announcing the movies, they showed six minutes of Indiana Jones 5. And? And he said it blew his mind. Oh, Great. Yeah. Right. Especially That's after awesome. that last one. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, right. You got kind of a comeback pitch everybody's looking for. Okay. So. Quick question. I recently watched Indiana Jones 1, 2, and 3 for the first time. Good for you. Do I, should I skip four? Yes. Uh, Yes. There's some really good stuff in there. No, there Mark really Ellis, is. you've never said anything so wrong. There really is some good stuff Even in Kate there. Even Kate Blanchett couldn't pull it together. Harrison Ford, I like seeing older Indy in certain regards, but the actual adventure itself, and it, there's a lot of effects that, that are just ridiculous. Um, th- there's a lot of stuff you don't need in there, mm-hmm. but it is nice to see him reunite with Karen Allen from Raiders of the Lost Ark. The so, first one. Yeah. She's the best. And then yeah. Willie just they completely, killed me. They yeah. completely <laughs> killed me. They completely ruined her character. 
Oh my! Oh, they do completely. Uh, she's a, she's not even she's herself. Like a damsel. She's exact. She's not even. She's like an Dang. annoying, nagging. I like when wife, she was mom. like out drinking yes. like, people in the mountains. Correct. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. Marion. Yes. I would sure. say that me and my colleague can agree. We you don't need to see Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull to go great. see Dial of Destiny. Here so, we go. Five. I'm I would ready. Skip it. A movie, uh, it's, I actually hate it more than Rise of Skywalker. Final question. Wow. Yeah. I love Rise of Skywalker. Me too. I know you guys you do. Too? Happy oh, for yeah. I wasn't sure if you were on if you're on board or not. No, no, I am. TLJ I like. But, oh, oh, right. You and I you and I see don't you see eye to eye on TLJ. Yeah. yeah. Another great hotel room argument. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's you know, that's what I think about. Brian, I was like, we should watching... do this show from a hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like the best stuff comes out of hotel room. Why? From the hotel, drunk <laughs> as ever. <laughs> It's Mark as long as there's McNuggets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, we got some McNuggets in the back, and Dorita <laughs> gonna be munching on some French fries. Um, you have one more point to make. Oh, um, I was just gonna say that uh, uh, the thing about watching something like Rise of Skywalker and not liking it is that when it ended, I wasn't like, I'm gonna go boycott Lucasfilm. I thought, you know what, Mark Ellis and Steph Sabra are really gonna like this movie, <laughs> and I'm happy for them. You're a leader. There we go. There we go. She knows how to control her minions. Right. That's, like, right. That, that's your version of catching us as we faint. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Our fearless it. leader. Um, the movie that y'all are most looking forward to seeing this summer as we close this up This summer? Yeah. Um, I, I know this year is uh, the sequel to Dune. I'll give you the year, yeah, if you yeah. want to take Dune too. I'm with D on that. Mm. Oh, wow. I We are Dune lovers. Big fans of Spice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. We are very spicy. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we, I was, I mean, we watched it together. Um, and um, I'm a huge fan of the book and and even the 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 older movie and um and yeah it was so well done I was so happy with it the cast the music the, music, the way it looked like I mean Denis is one of the best working directors I'm so excited oh cool okay yeah, yeah. I, I think I made it through the most of the first I think I saw the first Dune I might have pulled a staff and taken a nap oh, so gosh. it sounds about right because you're kind of like you fall asleep in the movies I love right like Blade Runner 2001 Space Odyssey yeah, yeah those yeah. are your nap movies yeah but I wake up and I'm still having a good time you're like this looks yeah. cool yeah wait what are some of the big blockbusters <laughs> Coming out just to remind me. <laughs> okay, so uh, you got the new. Uh, there, there's new Fast Ten, uh, Indiana family. Jones Five, Mission Impossible Seven. I'm mainly going on the franchises here. Guardians Three. Guardians Three, which technically already came out, but I'll let you take oh, yeah. that if you want to. Yeah, yeah. I think Guardians Three. I was the most. Ex- I am the most excited okay. about if you put all of those together. That works. But right. Dune. Yeah. Dude. Dune for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm also trying to think of what horror movies are coming out because that's obviously my jam. We always get a couple good ones. I, We've I'm had hearing, so many good ones already uh, this year. Evil Dead Rises has come out already as it comes of this out recording. This, oh, yes. But uh, apparently it's getting pretty good word of mouth. So yes. hopefully that, that maintains. Yes, excellent. Um, also, if you haven't seen Infinity Pool, go see that. Oh, okay. Really good. Right. Definitely not Infinity War. Very no, different movie. They're way better. <laughs> Very different movie. Yes. All right, we got a close-up shop here. Uh, Brian, hit the music because we got a fun announcement. I mean, I say we, I'm really just being selfish and me because I'm never good at promoting stuff. Uh, my new <laughs> hour special is just about to uh, hit the streets, kids. So a number of different ways to check it out. You can be one of the first ones to watch it. For more info, just go to my social media at Mark Ellis Live or MarkEllis.Live is the website where you probably will be able to be one of the first ones to watch it. Special is called Alive and Well. Really happy with how it turned out. And a very special guest pops in at the very end. Your hint is that she weighs about 25, 26 pounds, depending on who Ooh. fed her that morning. So I'm mm. um, very excited for y'all to check that out and so happy to have my pals, Doreen Arellano and Steph Sabra back on the show. We didn't even get to talk about your your DJing or your improv So it was just another excuse to have y'all back. Next for more. time. Yeah. yeah.
Um, yeah. Where Fan, can all the Fandango, kids out there find you? You should hire me to DJ a Comic Con party. <laughs> That'd be sick. I'm in. I'm in. Steph can do some sketches to open, and then Doreen and is going to be DJ. Yeah, I'll I'll break it down on the dance floor. <laughs> you for know everyone. she will. Yeah, I was just about to kick this chair out. Yeah, and you'll provide the McNuggets. Yeah, I actually have a, a stand-up show Comic Con Thursday night um, at the American Comedy Company. Oh, the there Thursday you go. night of Comic Con. I can't remember which day it is, but uh, or what what day of the calendar it is. But it's Thursday night of Comic Con at 8 p.m. So you can go see me go see me there too and then go watch uh, Dorina do the post party. Yes. So uh, what's your social media? Where can everybody find at you? At Dorina La Bruja, Dorina the Witch in Spanish. And Steph Sabra. At Steph Sabra. And of course, the World Girls Burgeoning Empire. Subscribe to them on YouTube. Check out the podcast, Bitch, uh, Bitch Out of Water. Mm-hmm. Bitch Out of Water. Bitch Out of Water. I don't want to overstep my grounds. Check out the World Girls <laughs> and all the many things that they're doing as well. So us here at Rotten Tomatoes. You can follow us at Rotten Tomatoes. RottenTomatoes.com is your hub for all things TV, movies, everything in between. And email us anytime RT is wrong at RottenTomatoes.com. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. For our incredible team behind the scenes here, my co-host Jacqueline Coley, Dorian Ariano, Steph Sabra, I am merely Mark Ellis saying, keep it fresh. That's something I've never said before. <laughs>